Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 285, and today we're going to do another hot seat session, and I've got my good friend on once again, Chris Schaefer, to uh, to kind of go through this with me. Uh, him and I tend to do these, uh, well, every now and then. We've done a few here on the podcast. We just got back from a live event, which we did 10 of those in person, but this one here, I received a question uh, actually a few questions from one of our listeners and asked, you know, like what's going on here? Like, I, I got to get this thing fixed. Can you help me out? And I thought rather than me just kind of going back and forth, why not record this? And I know a lot of you like to listen to kind of like the back and forth with Chris and I discussing what we see and what we think can be done to hopefully help move the needle. Now, before we do jump into today's hot seat, I do want to remind you that the show notes and the transcripts can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 285. Once again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 285. And all the show notes, transcripts, links, all that good stuff can be found there. So uh, I'm going to get rocking and rolling here, Chris. Are you ready to jump into this hot seat? I am. Let's do this thing. Are you you seriously ready? You're, You're good? I am. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so where do we want to start? Why don't you go ahead and uh, and read, I guess, uh, part of the email so that way there people can get a little bit of a background of what we're going to be talking about and then we can uh, we can jump into this. Absolutely. So it starts off, hey, Scott. Uh, and then he gives us a little bit of background. He said, I thought I've done everything right up into this point with my product launch, but sales are non-existent on Amazon. The strange thing is people off Amazon tell me that they really like the product. I've actually done well with, uh, you know, giveaway events and getting people to try my products off of Amazon. This has me thinking I must have done something wrong inside of Amazon. The product is high quality. This is a blessing. My brand is registered and I have a branded website off Amazon with an e-commerce cart. I have a 4.6 star rating on Amazon with about 20 reviews so far. Uh, Product price is right around that $20 mark that we talked about, but it's a little bit lower for the launch. This is a little bit lower than my competitors, and I'm trying to kick this into gear. Photos are high quality, cranked up my social media performance off of Amazon, and I recently turned on the Amazon-sponsored ads with auto keyword features. So far, I have 4,600 impressions, nine clicks, and no sales. Uh, I've spent a little bit of money to test and launch this product, including my inventory costs. And I want to make sure I'm not missing something or doing something wrong, which leads to tossing dollars out the window. I have to admit, I'm a little impatient sometimes. My get her done attitude has caught up with me after working so hard. Uh, yeah, I can relate to that. I know that feeling. (laughs) I think I've got a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. So, okay. There's a few things now, you know, everyone that's listening, you can't see what we're seeing, but we're going to try to describe it as best that we can. Uh, Chris, why don't I ask you first, like what's your first impression of the product, but also the market that he is entering into? So just, just based on what you and I looked at so far, I think there is absolutely depth in this market, but it is a very competitive market. Uh, and there's kind of products at all different price points. You got stuff selling for three bucks and you got stuff selling for 80 bucks. So it's kind of a a wide range. It looks like he's plugged himself in, uh, the place that I like to be. And Scott, I know that you like to be like the high end of the middle, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He's not the, the most expensive product, but he's not competing for the, the bottom end buyers in this market either, which is a good place to be. Um, now in terms of the listing, I think, you know, I think his primary photo is good. I think it probably could use some work. 
Uh, and his supporting images, I think he may be able to improve as well. They're good, but I think with a little bit of split testing, he can make them even better. What are yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. My, I guess my first impression, well, I guess my first thoughts are, okay, it is a very competitive space. I just pulled up one of the keywords that I, that I see in the title, but I also see in competitors titles. And that's probably the one that, that he's going after or that he'd like to. And I'm looking at like, you know, 4,287 sales, 4,509 sales, you know, 3,017 sales, 3,976 sales, 1,868 sales, 2,200 sales, 1,100 sales, 1,200 sales, 4,500 sales. Like, so I'm just reading down the list here, right? So there's a ton of sales, which also means, guess what? What, what does that mean, Chris? What does that mean if there's a lot of sales? A ton of competition. <laughs> and yes. it's harder to rank. Yeah. But once you get there, it comes rolling in. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's the thing is if you have that much, you know, I guess sales. And we talked about this again, Chris, going back to the live event. We talked about this. Should I, the, a guy, uh, again, guys, we'll get back to the topic here. But should I go after a product that I'm going to have to bully my way to get to the top? And then once I get to the top, I'm going to be a target. Or do I go after those products that are kind of, you know, they're kind of buried a little bit and no one's going to really pay too much attention because they're getting, you know, they're getting my 300 sales per month. Um, right. and, and there was a good discussion that we had going back and forth here, but going here now, if you get yourself in the top 10, you will get sales. It's, it's obvious. Everyone here that's in top 10 is getting a lot of sales. The other thing that I look at is the review number. Okay. And I see that, uh, well, the one that has 4,287 sales also has 3,039 reviews. Okay, the next one that has 4,509 sales has 5,131 reviews. Now, there are a couple that have 3,000 sales with 400 reviews or 1,800 with 477 reviews. Still a lot of reviews. And this one listing that we're looking at, his listing that is, has 24 reviews. Okay, so it's going to be really, really hard to rank on Amazon. Okay, that's let's just get that right out of the way. Like if you're going to enter into this market, you better have deep pockets to be able to go out there and not just we're not saying giveaways anymore. We're saying like just to go out there and and even if you were to build yourself your own launch list, you got to give a give away a ton of product because that's to in order to rank, if we look at just those numbers, Chris, right now I'm going to do some quick math here. I'm pulling up my phone. So if we have 40, let's say 4500 sales divided by 30 days, that's 150 sales a day. So that means in order to rank, we need to get 150 sales a day, you know, on a regular basis. That's a lot of product. It's a Which lot I of would, product. Which I would, you know, if somebody wanted to hand me 150 sales a day, I would take. However, however, <laughs> it is it is going to be a long, slow, hard battle to get there, and you have to loot to to move a bunch of product. Yeah, pushing product. Yeah, like Danny, Danny Brewer, Brewer says, Brewer right? Says. Yeah, pushing product. I'm just pushing product. Right. Okay. So now, does this mean? that he can't rank on uh, on Amazon, I think he can rank. Um, but I do think that the external strategy is going to be key in, in getting ranked, but I also think it's going to be key into have a successful product, not just on Amazon. Right. So if all you're thinking about is getting the Amazon, uh, you know, the Amazon win, if you will, I would say it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a hard road ahead of you. 
Um, I think it is. Um, but I think if you can get there, I think the reward will, will be very, very good as long as the product is good, which you say it is. And a few people that are on there already said that it is. But again, you have to have a, a lot of sales in order to really get that that feedback for you. Um, I think the listing itself, let's just say that it's fully optimized, which I probably would say it's not. So I would go through and make sure that it's all cleaned up, make sure that in the back end, and we talked a little bit about this at the event as well, just because they give you 5,000 characters in the back does not mean that you need to use them. It can actually hurt you if you're just throwing in filler words. So this way here, you might rank for these random things. If they're not relevant, do not put them in there. Um, really important. The other um, thing that we had uh, talked about was putting uh, your brand name in the back end and in the title somewhere. Has Someone said that they tested that and it actually helped them rank. Um, but I would also say your main keyword, even though it's in your title, I would put that again in your very first field of the back end um, just to make sure that we're getting credit for that. Um, but really, it's going to come down to pay-per-click. You're going to have to figure out your pay-per-click. And I mean, spending a hundred bucks on pay-per-click in this market, not going to be enough. You know, it's going to take a lot of money to really figure out what, what it's going to take to dial it in. So you can start getting regular sales through pay-per-click to help push you organically. I think the true, I guess, plan would be to externally go out there and figure out a way to get external sales and then drive them to Amazon to help you rank. So maybe we can dig into that, Chris, unless you have something else that you want to talk about about the listing itself. No, I just want to quickly recap that. I think pay-per-click is going to be absolutely critical to the success of this product on Amazon. Um, you know, run it. And to say, you know, we said he basically has it was either 4,000 or, or 9,000 impressions and a handful of clicks at the time that he wrote the email. It's not enough. 4,000 clicks in a market like this or 4,000 impressions in a market like this tells me, first of all, that you're probably not bidding enough, even on, on like a one day basis, right? Scott, Mm. some of these keywords, if you're selling 4,000 a month, some of these keywords are going to see tens of thousands of searches a day, a day. And so if you are only getting 4,000 impressions now, again, we don't know over what time period that was in, but even if it's a single day, I would say the first thing I would do is raise your bid on that auto campaign. And then what you need to do is you need to be willing to either break even or even lose a little bit of money to start learning what keywords are converting and then go in whole hog on those. Yeah. And I I see the price point that he has now currently is $17.97. And I think that's fine. Um, I would even probably go a little bit lower Um, again, just to try to get uh, yourself moving up in the ranks from sales, but also, you know, Amazon likes product that is less expensive. So again, that's going to help you. The other thing that I've noticed is some of the competition. Now there's someone that right now has a very similar product, uh, almost identical. And I would, again, I would look at that, at that brand and I would say, what are they doing differently? Right. And the obvious thing is, is this product lends itself to having a box in the picture. So I would have the box in my picture to fill up more of that picture uh, of that image, because if you don't, yours just looks like everyone else's. All right. So that's the first thing. I think also this type of product needs to needs to have educational stuff behind it. So this is where you would want to have blog content that talked about, you know, the advantages, the disadvantages of using, of using this or, um, having a YouTube, uh, video out there or videos, uh, or 
maybe even going out and reaching out to uh, some people in that space that are YouTube right on YouTube right now that have a pretty large following that could use the product and uh, and could you know give a, a review on on YouTube, not necessarily for Amazon. So this way here you can keep building out that with people that are following people in this space. I think it's going to take a lot of that stuff externally versus just saying I threw up a Shopify site. You know, you have to do more than that. Right. Think, and he, he does have the benefit of having his own e-commerce site, which is, is really, really it's nice. great. Yeah. You're in a competitive space. You are going to, you know, and again, it's going to be a, a slow road to hoe, but you're going to start to see those sales continuously increase on Amazon. At least you should be if you continue pushing on it there. You also are going to need, you know, the long, the long-term strategy, especially for this product is going to be dependent on external traffic going to that external site. Now, Scott, before you and I dive into this, the one other thing that I would suggest, and for those of you guys who are listening who do not know, if you have a product that is something that people would buy over and over again, potentially, you should be enrolling that in subscribe and save. It's Absolutely. free bonus sales yeah. as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And this is something that he should be doing as well. I, I've done it with a couple of products that we work with, uh, my team. And yes, out of 100 sales, you may only get one person to enroll, right? But yeah. next month, you know, let's just say you sell 100 a month. Next month, you're going to sell 101 because you're going to pick up that 100 new sales you were going to get anyway. And that person who doesn't have to come back to the site to buy. The month after that, you're at 102 right? Without having to do anything additional other than enroll it, which takes literally a minute and a half. Hmm. Yeah. Now, the, the other thing I'm looking at too, I'm looking at the competition. And I mean, there's a couple things that, that, you know, kind of, I guess are drawn out to me is, is really the, it, it's, it's specifically designed for, for one person. Okay. One type of person. I'm not going to say it, but it's just, it's made for one person. So this way here, uh, you're, you're making it more, I guess, targeted, right? Um, you're also, what I love about it too, is in the bullet points, um, it literally in all caps says why you need it. And then it talks and then it says, who's it for? And then it, it talks about that. And then it says, what's in it? And then it says how it works and our promise to you. I love that. I love the simplicity of the bullets, but it also talks about all of those things in like a typical sales letter that you would want to say, like, you know, why you need it, who's it for, what's in it, like how it works. It tells you everything and you can easily scan that. And it also is loaded with keywords after that because it's natural, right? You're, you're, you're putting them in there because it's part of the product. And then this way here, it allows you to, uh, to talk about the, the different components of that product. So I, I love that. I also, like I said, I love the simplicity of the packaging. I love how they actually show that one person using the product so you know that's who it's for. So they did a really good job. So I would pay attention to this. The other thing I noticed is they have other products. So if you have a product like this, it will probably take having other products to support it. So this way here, you can start to get those cross sales. This may be a product that you may want to find another product that's less competitive launch that product, and then use that as your lead into this product, right? You and I, Chris, talked about this, whether it's another similar product to this or something that could be used with it, 
that may lend itself nice. Maybe even a lower entry point. We talked about that at the live event as well, about having like a lead-in offer that's less expensive. We call that almost like a, a liquidating offer where you're, you're just basically covering costs. It's not even making that much, but you're able to rank. You're able to get the eyeballs. And then on the back end, you can cross promote your other products in the frequently bought together or even on your own, uh, you know, on, on your own email sequence or your external funnel, whatever it is. Um, any other thoughts on that, Chris, as far as like the other listing and stuff? No, I, I, I think you nailed it there. The one other thing to talk about cross promotion and something that a lot of people miss on Amazon, and we talked a little bit about this over the weekend, is that internal listing promotion. Yes. Right? You can cross promote products and say, buy this and get this at 10% off, right? So if you have a garlic press and a garlic bag, you can create a promotion inside of Amazon that allows you to sell them both together. And once somebody has taken you up on that promotion, Amazon adds the add both the cart button. So people can do that in one click. Again, you don't get a huge percent of people taking you up on it, but every little bit counts. And if you get two or three a month out of that, it's worth it because you're then selling them both products. They become frequently bought together and then maybe you sell four or five. It's an additional couple sales and it puts in a, an additional chunk of money in your pocket every time that happens. Yeah, and again, I, I'm looking at this one listing for for the very similar product that that um, he's selling, and I, I mean, it's literally like it's littered with the the products that they're selling, like all of them. Like Amazon is promoting them for them because they've already uh, made the sales um, from you know selling to their other customers. So if I scroll down after the bullets, um, or I'm sorry, the description, it says basically frequently bought together. There's three more products. It actually totals them up and all you got to do is add all three to the cart and it's going to be $71, right? And then if I go down a little bit further, I see customers who bought this item also bought and then I get one, two, three, four, five, six products, which are all from that same brand. So you see, they're, they literally put themselves every single spot on that page for the most part. So their one, chances go way, way up. One other little trick, and this isn't necessarily for the listing that we're talking about since he only has one product right now, but if you do have multiple products, there is a field inside the back end called related product ID. And that's something that most people fill, don't fill out because it didn't used to be in the back end listing creation. It used to only be available in the flat file. And Scott, I know how little you enjoy spending time inside the flat file. <laughs> um, but I have noticed that when you include, if you have multiple products, if you include the ASIN for your other products, that you are more, are more likely to show up in that related product section. And therefore, you take up an additional one of those uh, spots. And I'm pretty sure the listing you're looking at is the one that you and I talked about earlier. Yes. And I'm, I'm willing to bet that they're doing that. Um, even, even if it's just to, to take up that one additional spot. And if you do that, you know, they have, I think six products. If they do that on all six, they could actually end up taking up almost all six of those spots or all seven of those spots. Yeah. And they pretty much did here. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard because, you know, if you only have the one product and then you're trying to get, you know, or you're trying to leverage other products to uh, to help push the one product, it's going to make it hard if you go after a similar product in that space because it's very competitive. That's where you might want to find one that is less competitive and try going from there to push this product. But again, it depends on how much you want to put into this, right? I think the external strategy will help you launch the future products to help you rank. And if you rank there, it's going to then be able to give you eyeballs on the other products. So that's why if you're if you're seriously thinking about building this brand, then to me, it's going to be externally is going to be the power. Because if you have that email list 
or the following outside of Amazon, and you can drive sales to Amazon, at least just for the initial launch or, or launches of the products, it's going to help you rank faster. Um, and that's where you can get the leverage and the power. So this way here, you can start selling those products. But right now, this other brand may be doing exactly that. They may be pushing people or they may have built an email list through Instagram or they may have built an, an email list with YouTube or uh, you know Pinterest or anything. Um, and then they're able to, with a click of a button, let people know about their new product, which I see one here. They do have a new product. Um, that came out not too long ago. And actually, I should probably click on that real quick. And I want to see what that says. Again, very similar, you know, it's packaged the same thing. The, again, about the product, why you need it, who benefits from using this, all of the same stuff. I get frequently bought together, a $66 cart now, and then I get customers who bought this and has all their other products. And that one there is, uh, let's see, that one there doesn't seem like it's doing as well. That one's, that's like 90,000 in, in, um, in this category. Um, but it did just launch. So not really sure. They only have like 30 ish, 39 reviews and only 20 left in stock. So maybe that one there ain't gonna, ain't gonna work there for them, but a lot of them are, uh, right now. So actually I'm going to click in there real quick. I want to see how the rest of their products are doing. If it's just that one that's doing well, um, no, they have uh, actually they've got uh, quite a few there. So yeah, I'm it's just the one that's doing poorly. Yeah, or or not as well, I guess. Yeah, not as well. Yeah, I'm seeing some that's doing like 443 a, a month. Then you've got 2,000 a month. You've got uh, 1,600 sales a month, and then 327. Um, so yeah, there's two of them, actually three of them that are doing very very well. One of them only has 185 reviews and is doing 443 sales. Um, so that one's pretty good too. But the one thing I will say is this is targeted to one type of person. Okay. Which we've talked about before. Yeah. That one, there's uh 6,500, um, in a pretty popular category. So again, anyone that's brand new, if you're looking to go into a market like this, I think it's a really, um, it's a really risky idea unless you have deep pockets and unless you are going to do all of the external stuff up front, because if not, you, it's going to take so much work. And that's why we tell people like, don't go after those products that are doing hundred, 150 units a day. It's, it, that means you have to do that coming out of the gate, you know, and, and now with the, you know, doing giveaways and stuff like that, it's becoming harder. So to me, you go after the products that are, you know, the ones that everyone else is passing up, right? The, the 300, the 400 units being sold per month, you know, and then just doing more of those. The lady that we talked about, um, in, uh, well, let's see. When did we talk about that, Chris? But it was at the live event, but we talked about it on a, on a podcast. I don't know if we just did that one or that one's coming out. But we talked about, you know, there's a lady that's doing $80,000 a month, but all of her SKUs are doing like four or five units a day. That's it. So she's just hitting little base hits, right? This here that you're trying to do with this product is a home run or maybe even a grand slam. Um, so I would try to go after those little products that can do four, five, 10 a day, and then building it out that way versus this way. It's going to be a lot easier and you don't have to compete on the reviews. But now that you're already started, if you have, you know, I guess if you have the, um, I guess the ability to go out there and do all the external stuff and you want to build this thing, then do it. If not, then just kind of let this thing kind of phase out and, and start over again. Um, Chris, any, anything you want to add to that? One, one of the things that you talked about was targeting your listing or targeting your product to a specific person. Yes. And what I kind of see as I read through this listing, not only in the title, but also in the description, is it's kind of targeted to everybody. 
you you're intentionally doing the exact opposite of that, mm -hmm. right? And while your product may work for everyone, your market is not everyone. You need to see if you can find who that person is or that that caricature is. Um, and, you know, we, we could talk about how to do this for hours. But if you kind of have an idea of the type of person that would buy your product, you need to sit down and kind of recreate your listing from something that would appeal specifically to that person. That's why we always talk about writing about benefits and not features in your bullet points, right? You don't want to tell them that it's four inches wide. You want to tell them why your four inch wide garlic press is going to make their life better. And it's really hard to do that when you generalize for an audience. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, somebody who's buying my garlic press is probably going to be a professional chef. So that means they need to press a lot of garlic. You know, our four inch garlic press presses twice the amount of garlic as anybody else, which means, and then there's the benefit, right? That you can get your garlic pressing done in half the amount of time you can with our competitors. Yeah, no, you, you absolutely, you talk about the benefit um, to me and then you really outline why that, like you said, like the five inch handle is, is going to benefit them. Um, again, I'm looking at the listing, um, you know, of actually the gentleman's name is Chris as well. So we got two Chris's here today, but, uh, you know, basically, you know, Chris is, is, uh, you know, trying to reach everyone. Um, and sometimes most of the time that's bad. We want to be specific and we want to be able to go out there and really target them. That way when I'm looking at it, I'm like, Oh, this is for, this is for that type of person. I'm that type of person. So it was made for me and not for everyone, even though this probably could be used by other people. Right. But it's being targeted towards that person. We talked about that before on, on past hot seats. And again, we'll talk about probably in the future, but it's so very, very important. And I again, I just want to stress that when you go after a market like this, when you're doing your product research and you see these kind of numbers, yes, they're exciting. Right. Wow. Look at what they're doing. Also understand it is going to be hard, very hard to compete in this space. And if you're just getting started, I would recommend not going into this competitive of a niche. I would definitely not do that. Chris and I do a workshop where we actually break down this product slash market research, how to find good depth and demand, but yet, you know, products that are not as competitive. So this way here, you can go in there and compete. You don't have to have hundreds of reviews. You go after products that are selling well with just 50 reviews or less, or maybe a hundred or less. And, uh, and they're doing 300 or 400 units a month and then finding more products like that. Um, we, we, like I said, we, we do a workshop that's geared towards just that. Um, I'll give you guys the link to that if you're interested, or you can just check it out in the show notes, but that's the amazing forward slash workshop. Um, depending on when you go to that page, there'll be whatever one we're doing. We do a five phase one for launching a product and we do a product research one, but definitely, Register for that if you haven't done so already. Uh, very, very valuable because we break down exactly what it looks like to pick a product with not so much competition. So this way here, you don't have to you don't have to go to war with these other businesses that are going to be throwing tons and tons and tons of money um, at their product to to really boost it. And a lot of times, then you start getting some black hat stuff where people try to knock you off by using black hat tactics, um, start leaving negative reviews and and voting down and up and all of that stuff. And it gets kind of really crazy. Um, and that happens a lot in the supplement world as well. So um, just be careful. And I just want to make you guys aware of that. So Chris, to wrap up, what would you say for uh, Chris that we're giving uh, advice on here? One last little bit of advice. One last little bit? One last little bit, please. <laughs> Focus on PPC. 
that that I think to me is the number one takeaway. Yes, you should take a look at your listing. I would, you know, take a look at the photos. They're nice quality photos, but not necessarily the most appealing for this market. Um, but I think the number one thing, the one big thing, and it's a little piece is PPC, right? You need to, to really buckle down and focus on that. And that is what's going to drive this product. Um, and again, Scott, you and I talk about PPC and people always ask us, well, how, what, what percentage of my sales should that drive? And the answer is it depends, right? But up front, you're going to see much more of your sales coming from that. That helps to drive your organic rank. Your organic rank will help get you those organic sales. And then that percentage starts to shift. But in a competitive market, especially one that is this competitive, you're going to need that PPC. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm going to add some other stuff to that. Um, here's what I think. I think, number one, I'd pay attention to this one brand, this one brand that's crushing it right now, that they're doing yes. a really good job. And I would more or less reverse engineer what they're doing. If you have not purchased some of theirs, I'd have someone that you know maybe purchase it, and then I would see what happens after I purchase it. Meaning, what do they send me as an insert? Do they try to get me to go to their email list? Do they try to get me to subscribe so they can send me uh, you know, discounts on future products? Do they give me a discount instantly in the packaging? Then I would go to their website. I would see if they have a website. I'm going to say that they probably do. I have not done that research, but they probably do. And then if they have a place there for me to buy a product, I would buy it through their website. I would see what that looked like. I would go through and see what offers they give me on the back end. So I would just go ahead and reverse engineer this entire brand. Um, and then I would see where I could, you know, find some takeaways and how I could model some of what they're doing, not copy model what they're doing and implement that into your overall strategy. So that's what I would leave you with. Um, so Chris, I think that's going to wrap it up. This is always fun, man. I love doing this stuff. I mean, when we were at the live event, it was really fun because we were there in person. But this is like second, uh, I guess, second to that because uh, being being there in person is always the best. But this is this is something we, we definitely look forward to. And hopefully you guys listening got value from this. Um, we do get a lot of requests to do these hot seats. So yes, you can send them. I can't guarantee that we're going to be able to do all of them. But uh, we will do our best. And uh, Chris, want to thank you once again, brother, for coming on and hanging out and giving your expertise as usual. Appreciate it, brother. Anytime, man. And uh, let's uh, let's close this baby out. Uh, well, before we do that, let me just remind you guys, if you guys want the show notes, transcripts, theamazingseller.com forward slash 285. If you want to attend one of our live workshops, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. So let's do this. Guys, remember, we're here for you. We believe in you and we're rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud, Chris. We're going to do it together on three. One, two, three. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you guys right back here on the next episode. Now go out there and get them.